The views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, advertising partners, or ownership of Forever Communication. The It's All Good Podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. This is Lorraine Jones with 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. I've been thinking a lot lately about getting older. Um, For the last several months, I've been planning my husband's surprise 60th birthday party, Um, inviting folks, all the gag gifts, this and that. We had 50 or 60 people at our house. It just made me realize that we're getting older. And this year, I also became a grandmother, or, or Lolo, as I want to be called, and as, and as much as I absolutely love being a grandmother, just the sound of that makes me realize that I am indeed getting older. I, I'm somebody's grandma. Uh, my husband and I laugh at how, you know, we share each other's reading glasses at a restaurant. Uh, and when we pack for trips now, um, we ask each other, ha- do you have the Tums? Did you get the Advil? It's like the two most important things that we pack for our trips now. Um, and lately, the thing that makes me feel the oldest of all are those progressive commercials where that guy helps people not become their parents, right? I do every single one of those things in those commercials, <laughs> and and my kids love pointing that out to me, too. Um, I'm going to share a couple of things. These are signs that you might be getting older. Kind of a Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck if, but it's you might be getting older if. See if any of them apply to you. Okay, you might be getting older if you hear your favorite song in the elevator. You might be getting older if you have a party and the neighbors don't even realize it. You might be getting older if people call you at 9 p.m. and say, did I wake you? You might be getting older if your best friend is dating someone half his age and he's not breaking any laws. You might be getting older if you enjoy hearing about other people's operations. And you might be getting older if getting lucky means finding your car in the parking lot every time I go to Walmart. (laughs) Do do you ever want to go back to a less complicated time? I do sometimes. I want to go back to a time when decisions were made by going eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Mistakes were corrected by simply taking a do-over. And a race issue meant arguing about who ran the fastest. Money issues were handled by whoever was the banker in Monopoly. And and back to a time when you never even carried a house key because nobody locked their doors. Back to a time when the worst thing you could catch from the opposite sex was cuties. Back to a time when our outstanding abilities were discovered because of a double dog dare. Back to a time when war was a card game. And water balloons were the ultimate weapon. And back to a time when taking drugs meant those little orange-flavored chewable aspirin. Right? 
It's fun to look back, but I don't think most of us would go if we could because there are so many good things about getting older. A few years ago, I I came across a book by Willard Scott, and the title is The Older the Fiddle, the Better the Tune. And in it, he interviewed older people and asked them the question, what's so great about getting older? I'm going to give you some actual excerpts from that book. What's so great about getting older? One person said memories. Another said wisdom. One person said your time is your own, not your employer's or your children's. And one person said the things you buy now will never wear out. And another said, people have finally quit trying to sell me life insurance. One of the good things about getting older, this person said, if you're taken hostage in a holdup, you will be among the first to be released. And one says, the older you get, the easier it is to shoot your age in golf. Another said, you can eat dinner at 4 p.m. One person said, the great thing about getting older is Monday mornings with no alarm clocks. Another said, you have more time to travel and enjoy what the world has to offer. And another said, you have more time to enjoy family, friends, and interests. One person said, you can pretend that you don't hear someone that you don't want to hear when you get older. And that, rem- that, rem- that comment reminded me of, of a story that a doctor friend of mine told me once. He told me about one of his older patients named Morris uh, that had come in for a checkup. And the doctor gave him a checkup and gave him some medical advice and sent him on his way. Um, and the doctor saw him a few weeks later walking down the street downtown with a, a young blonde bombshell. And the doctor said, well, Morris, you seem to be doing well. And Morris said, doctor, you told me to get a hot mama and be cheerful. And the doctor said, Morris, I told you that you have a heart murmur and be careful. So when you get older, you get to hear what you want to hear, right? (laughs) And George Carlin, those of you that can remember George Carlin, he said, you have time to strengthen your spiritual walk. And then he noticed, he noticed that people seem to read the Bible a lot more as they get older. And he said, then it dawned on him. He said, they're, they're cramming for the final exam. So there's a lot of great things about getting older, as those people told about. Um, but, but the important thing is, how do we make sure we get there? How do we make sure we get to old age and that we get there in good shape and in good form? So I made up a few rules for getting older, the get rules. I'm just going to share them with you. Uh, the first one says to get to know your doctor. Get to know your doctor. Have your annual physicals. Get the colonoscopy. Get the test they tell you you're supposed to get. Get your blood pressure checked. Get to know your doc so when something's off, it can be caught early or he can get you the right medication or help you change things around. So get to know your doc. The next get rule is get rid of detrimental health habits. Get rid of that smoking habit. Get rid of being way overweight, overeating, eating bad stuff. Get rid of too much alcohol consumption. Um, 
Woody Allen said once, you can live to be 100 if you give up all the things that make you want to be 100. (laughs) It feels that way sometimes. The next get rule is to get connected with family and friends in more intimate ways. That means, you know, don't isolate yourself. Don't get lonely. Get involved in your church. Get involved in your civic activities. Know your neighbors. Um, Get connected. The next one is to get involved in challenges. You know, I am... I did two half marathons in my 50s. I went on four foreign mission trips in my 50s. I started a podcast after 60. Um, I taught myself how to make candles um, after 60. Um, I need adventures. I need something to strive for, something to look forward to. So um, do things you've never done before. Learn something new. Start a project. Um Say yes to to some, you know, a trip that somebody asks you. So get involved in challenges. It'll make you feel alive and make you look forward to something. The next one I have is get a life. Have purpose in your life. Simply put, have a reason for getting out of bed in the morning. Whether, whether you do volunteer work or you have a part-time job or you're meeting some friends to exercise or play golf or tennis, or you're involved in a group at church or a club or travel, just have a purpose, have a reason for getting out of bed every day. The next get rule is to get moving. Um, It is a well-known fact that exercise cuts your risk of dying of a heart attack in half. And uh, cancer mortality also falls way off with exercise because I think sometimes people don't realize that we inherited a biological fortune with this amazing body and this incredible brain that each of us have. You know, our, our bodies truly aren't designed for mod- modern life. They're not designed for poor sleep and for stress and for retirement for fast food, for television. Our bodies aren't designed for tobacco and alcohol and lack of exercise. If you think about it, our bodies were constructed to be alert, to hunt, to explore, to work together, to build, to laugh, to play, to run. And to do all these things, we need bodies that are strong and active. You know, God made us with with muscles, with joints, bones, tendons, ligaments, and a heart that adapts to exercise, a heart that will get stronger the more you use it. That's the way God made us. He made us to move. If if we were made to sit around and watch TV and, and drink beer, we would... We wouldn't be shaped and put together the way he put us together. We would be like a jellyfish, just a big blob. And you know what? The bodies that God made for us, they are a gift from him. I'm reading Psalm 139, 14, and it says, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, that I know full well. 
It starts out, I will praise thee, which means thank you. Thank you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Some days you feel a little more fearful than you do wonderful. But when you think about the marvelous works that it talks about, you think about every protein, every enzyme, every muscle, um, working together in your body in just the perfect way. The cardiovascular system, the nervous system, the digestive system, all functioning in such an amazing way. Marvelous are his works. And when I read Romans 12.1, it says, Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing unto God, which is your reasonable act of service. It makes sense to take care of your body. So present your body so that it's pleasing to God. That seems pretty reasonable. He gives you this amazing body. That's your reasonable act of service is to take care of it. Our body is a great gift. And I like to think of it, our body, our temple is the house where the Holy Spirit lives. Does your house have cobwebs in it? Or does it look pretty good? You're taking care of it. Think about this with it being a gift. Think about this. What if, what if God gave you a puppy? You know, what if God just handed you a puppy as a gift? Would you go to Walmart and get the cheapest bag of old Roy you could find and take that puppy and chain it to a house in the backyard in the snow and the rain and Or would you buy that puppy that God gave you? Would you buy it the best dog food you could find? Would you buy it a comfy, Tempur-Pedic dog bed? Or, Or maybe let it sleep in your bed. You would. You would take good care of that puppy. That puppy's a gift from God, too. And that's the way we need to think about our bodies. We need to take good care of them. So get going. Take care of yourself as you get older. It is possible to enjoy your later years in a way that far exceeds your expectations. As Robert Browning put it, grow old along with me. The best is yet to be. This is Lorraine Jones, and you've been listening to 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. The It's All Good podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones. Sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital, delivering the promise of quality health care. This is Michael Dennison, chaplain at Baptist Memorial Hospital in Union City. At Baptist, we recognize that faith and spiritual practices are the foundation of hope and healing during a hospital visit. Our team members offer faith-based, supportive care that mirrors the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ, healing, preaching, and teaching. On behalf of Baptist, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ.